I mean, that's like so, that's so idiots to lovers of them. They're like, I love, I love that trope of like, I've, I actually know so much about you, but it's because I hate you. Like, I hate you. And that's how I know you won the wrestling. Um, you almost won the wrestling competition second to only your brother. Hello, clowns. I'm Ami. I'm Yu Chen, and we're the hosts of Clown Vibes Podcast. We're two best friends who get together to laugh and discuss a variety of topics, from all things pop culture to navigating through adulthood as Asian Americans, and more with our own clown spin, of course. We're so glad to have you here to clown around with us, and we hope you enjoy the episode. What's up, clowns? Today we have <laughs> such a special episode. Our first guest is here, a TikTok, Instagram, everything creator, the sequel nobody wanted. And I was going to introduce them, but they didn't send in clown behavior. <laughs> and we're a little late to recording, but... I will pass it over to you, Fish, to introduce yourself. Hello, I'm the sequel Nobody Wanted, aka Fish. Uh, I run a TikTok account, I run an Instagram account, um, and I run a YouTube account, and they are all the same name because I lack <laughs> no, much creativity with my names. That's that's what it is. Continuity. That's what it is. It's not because I don't want to come up with another name. It's continuity. For sure. <laughs> I got a DM from them asking if I wanted to be on their podcast. And I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, yes. And then uh, I got the little thing. And they were like, great. Do you want to meet at nine in the morning? Well, actually, it's eight for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ten for me. <laughs> I was like, I was like. Uh, but I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to talk about the Hunger Games with you guys. Um, it's not like I haven't been talking about it with every post this last month. That's actually how I found your account. I have been on Hunger Games TikTok, Hunger Games TikTok for months and months. Every I episode, say it on every episode of this podcast. How I cannot get off of Hunger Games TikTok. And I love your videos. I think they're so funny. It's such a good idea because you always want to reread like your favorite books, like fresh, mm -hmm. you know, like wipe your mind, read it again. And watching your videos is a great way to like relive it. When I messaged you, I was like, no way they're going to reply. Like this is a shot in the dark, but I'm, <laughs> I would love for this to happen. So I hope it does. And when you replied, I was shook. <laughs> what? No, it's so, I love, I just love talking about books. So literally like does not matter. Anytime anyone's like, I was like, hey, like, do you want to talk about this? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I want to. I've been trying to get my professor to read the Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. I'll get him. I'll get him. <laughs> um, I can't believe he hasn't. Send him the podcast up. I'm going to tell him that. Say like, I gave you a little <laughs> shout out. <laughs> now you have to read oh. it. Hey, like, what's up? Hi, five eyes. Tell us a little bit about the inception of your account, how you got started, why you decided to read The Hunger Games, all things about you. So actually, I never meant to have a TikTok account. Like I never, and I, I never meant to have an Instagram account. And I never meant to have a YouTube account either. Um, those are all the same <laughs> statements, but just like number them on like a one, two, three, like one being mm -hmm. most likely, three being least. There you go. That was stupid. <laughs> but um, We get you. <laughs> One, I never meant to have a job. <laughs> Top of the list. So I never meant uh, to have a TikTok. My, my, one of my friends 
I was like in like 2019 started a book talk and I found it 2020 and I was like watching them and I was like you know what'd be really funny if you did this joke and I was like I was texting them I was like like ghostwriting for them I was like I was like this is like a really funny joke like you should do like <laughs> do like this this like this 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 is like oh oh you should do this with this sound you should and eventually she just goes hey you can do your own videos you know that right <laughs> And I was sitting there and I was like, but I don't want to. Why would I want to do that? Who's going to watch my videos? You already have people watching yours. Just let me ghostwrite for you. But she didn't want to do my video ideas because they were very weird. It was clown vibes. And um, take a lot of time, <laughs> which yeah. hasn't changed. But she was like, she was like, hey, just make your own videos. And I was like, fine. I guess I will. Because <laughs> she told me she wasn't going to make any so um, I start and we actually like, we used to collab a lot. She doesn't really post anymore, but we're in, we're like real life friends. So like, I see her. <laughs> in, in the, the real public, world. Yeah, so. <laughs> Which is something you two are very acquainted with because you have real people. Yeah, jobs. but we like also work through the computer. So <laughs> we're not really meeting in real life either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was the inception of the TikTok account. And then when I had the TikTok account, I was noticing like people reposting my stuff like on Instagram and doing like really, really well. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hold on a second. Those are my videos. Yeah. I can, I can do that. I should be the one doing that. <laughs> so I scramble over to uh, Instagram. I don't know why I forgot the name. And I was like, I was like, the sequel, nobody wanted. I made my own account. And of course the videos did terrible over there. I guess when you're actually the one posting. They do great on Instagram now. Love the people that follow me over on Instagram. And yeah, I'm doing a YouTube because people wanted the director's cuts for mm, the obnoxiously oh. long Hunger Games series that I had over on my TikTok. Because yeah. apparently that wasn't enough. That's not enough. Okay, that's good to know. I'm gonna go watch the YouTube. And people are like, we want to watch you watch the movies too. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my God, I have to edit watching the movies. Are you kidding? So. so what I love about your videos is it feels like we're getting really organic reactions of you live reading. But are you saying oh. that, you know, there's some editing and some cutting of the videos when you string them together? Oh, well, definitely. Because for Mockingjay, I put them all together 88 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> 88 minutes. So for your sake, yes, there's some editing. Do you just record yourself for the whole time and then cut later? Or how, like, what's your process on deciding like when to film when you're reading? Oh, so uh, when something important happens, I have my, <laughs> it's really, it's, it's really funny because when people like come in to my dorm, when I'm like recording these videos, they see like a <laughs> tripod, like right, pointed right at my bed. And they're like, that could only mean two <laughs> things. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> so, what I, what I do is I put my I put my tripod camera like right over my bed, and then I'm I like I'm like I'm like reading right here, and the tripod camera is like right near my face. So when something important happens, I go yeah, oh my god, you'll never believe what happened. <laughs> Even though you definitely will, because you've read this before me. That's A plus acting. I mean, I try to film like a day in the life of us recording a podcast. <laughs> We're just so bad at it. I just feel like it's because we're not like as animated as you. But she just like rolled out of bed. The lighting is like so yeah. dark. I'm just like, what is this? What did you just send to me? 
<laughs> well, you know whenever people are doing day in the lives and they're like sleeping and you watch them wake up and you're like, you woke up and set this up. I wanted to feel more organic. Like I really did just roll over, grab my phone. But maybe that's why they don't do it organically. <laughs> I was trying to be authentic. It's a hundred percent why I look so dumb, like through my eye mask and trying to be like, is the camera in the right place? That's so funny. Oh my God. All right. So it seems like you've read a bunch of different books for your TikTok account. Why did you choose to pick up The Hunger Games specifically? Um, I actually was never meaning to. I, would, I wouldn't have done it if my friend, one of my online friends, I casually told them that I had never read The Hunger Games. And she goes, what? <laughs> you've never read The Hunger Games? And I had bought something from their uh, online shop like a month ago. She scrounges to find my address off of where I, I bought something from her, goes online, sends That's it nice. to me, buys it for me, and goes, you should be expecting a book in a week. <laughs> and, and then she was like, she was like, oh my God, wait, I'm sorry. Was that creepy? Sorry, I didn't mean that for that. I, I didn't mean to be creepy with that. And I was, like, I was sitting there, I was losing it. I was like, that is, that's so funny. That's so nice. Also, a reaction I would have if one of my friends also didn't read it, I would be like, either take my book right now or I'll get it for you. <laughs> and it's so funny because I've been doing the exact same thing, like with the exact same book. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you haven't read it? Let me hear. You can have, 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 have so we can talk. <laughs> yeah. But so I was like looking at the Hunger Games book and I was like, what am I going to do with this? Because... <laughs> Hunger Games TikTok, it has been like, I mean, I haven't even read it, but like I, I participate in fandom. So mm -hmm. to me, it's inevitable that I've like interacted with like some Hunger Games stuff. So I, I got the book and I was like, I was like, I guess I could do like, like a, a like a read along kind of thing. Like, I don't think that'll do well, but I mean, I'll just like, <laughs> I'll just record like the first thing and, and we'll see how it goes. I was a hundred percent waiting for that video to flop when I oh, was your first it. video. And I didn't. I don't know. That's amazing. So it did like really, really well. It got like half a million views. So uh, I posted it and I was like, I was like, no. And every time I posted a new part, I was waiting for people to get tired of it. I was like, I was like, okay, this is going to be like, this is going to be the last one people want. <laughs> this is going to be the last one people want. This, this, this though, like this is going to be the, and then um, when I went to like Catching Fire, no idea what I was getting into. But I was like, I was like, okay, like people aren't gonna like, no, it's gonna cap here. And then it didn't. And I was like, I was like, okay, well, no one's gonna wanna watch 37 parts of Mockingjay. It's not possible. No one wanted part two of Mockingjay, like the movie, but everyone wants like 37 parts of fish reading Mockingjay. <laughs> That's hilarious. What's so funny is like, I'll read the comments and it'll be like, read PETA's version in AO3. Are you going to? Because I've never read it and I desperately want you to read it so I can just watch your video. <laughs> See, I've been, I've been thinking about doing that, mm -hmm. but it's just so weird yeah. to like do a fan fiction, like a fan fiction yeah. instead of like the app, like, you know, like. Yeah. I, I wonder if it's good or like what it's like. You know, maybe I'll start reading a little bit of it. And if you I let think me it's know. good, I'll message you. Yeah. yeah. Well, before we get into the book discussion, oh. I mean, I just want to call you out because you would not buy the book and send it to your friends. 
for this episode, you bought the book. I would. No, you bought the book and now you're saying you're going to return it to Amazon. <laughs> so you're going to get a refund. No, I can't because you know what I realized when I was reading the book? I never really read physical books anymore. <laughs> it's hard on your hand. And I have to like oh. really bend the shit out of it. So I, it's unreturnable. I have well, you have this book. Intention to return. It's mine forever. <laughs> yeah, I was going to. For other people, I would buy it. For myself, I'm like, I don't want to spend money on this. <laughs> oh, God. No, it's, it's so funny because every time, like, I posted a video of, like, me reading the book, they'll be like, ever, like, there'll be, like, multiple comments going, like, you're, the way you're treating your book, it's just blasphemous. And I'm like, get used to it, honey. We don't respect books over yeah. here. Yeah, that's the only yeah. way you can hold it. I was getting so tired. Like, every 10 minutes, I would change how I was holding it. Yeah. And I was like, this is why I don't read physical books anymore. I also have so many, like, dumb <laughs> problems from holding my phone. So just reading a physical book is not for me. I liked, I actually enjoyed reading The Hunger Games as like a physical, like with like physical books. Yeah. It was much easier to get reactions because I didn't have to switch over to like whatever. Uh, like I didn't have to switch from like my Kindle to like my thing. It, it was just much easier. Yeah. Also, I feel compelled to mention it's not like all my all my reactions are, are genuine, which is funny because I, I kept getting comments like I got like three or four comments about like, there's no way there's no way that you could have guessed that happens. You're like, I think you've like read it already and we're getting conned. Um, and I thought that was so funny because like the stuff that I would be like guessing was that, oh, President Coin isn't a good person. Oh, I bet like. President Coin is like a foil for snow. And I think what's happening is people were 10 when they read the books. So yeah. they're shocked that I, as an adult, are picking up on it. And I, it's so funny because they're like, there's no way you knew that um, Coin was actually a super bad person. And I'm like, babe, they have an army of child soldiers in 13. Well, the whole reason why we wanted to do like the throwback book club was to just reread a lot of these classics that we read as kids, but like have an adult perspective and see if like we pick on up on anything different. And so like to see, to even hear you say that, like kind of just like confirms our suspicion that like there are just a lot of nuances that just glosses over your wee little brain (laughs) when you're like 10 and reading these books. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, because when you're 10, it's so funny. I know that we all hated Gail, right? <laughs> Hate's a strong word. We'll get into it in a little bit, but I was actually team Gail when I was a child, and I regret it. We just <laughs> lost our <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> they did say someone was going to burst through the door. <laughs> we just didn't. They predicted it. Yeah, it was just me. All right, let's get into the book. For our audience who haven't read The Hunger Games, if you haven't, Fish will send you a book or Emmy will send you a book. Embarrassing. Nice to meet you. I was the same. Um, let me read for the audience just the overall like synopsis that they wrote on Wikipedia. So The Hunger Games is a 2008 dystopian novel by the American writer Suzanne Collins. It is written in the perspective of 16-year-old Katniss Everdeen, who lives in the future post-apocalyptic nation of Pan Am in North America. 
The capital, a highly advanced metropolis, exercises political control over the rest of the nation. The Hunger Games is an annual event in which one boy and one girl aged 12 through 18 from each of the 12 districts surrounding the capital are selected by lottery to compete in a televised battle royale to the death. Wow, that was actually like such a good synopsis. I could not have written that. (laughs) For our first topic, let's discuss the concept of the Hunger Games itself. Like, how do we feel about children fighting each other to the death? Personally, I love it, you know. (laughs) Imagine living in that society and watching it like... Would we just watch it like we watch The Bachelor? Or we I mean, Vanderpump Rules? District One and the Capitol are so. probably like for them, it's an actual like just televised show that we're treating it. But for like all the lower districts, it's probably mm. extremely traumatizing. I guess it depends yeah. on where you are in in the society. Because depending on where you are in the society and what you're benefiting from the Hunger Games, your perspective is going to be different. Yeah, for sure. And like that's bad, but like uh, like I think I think Katniss talks about it. It's just like how they were raised. Like if you're raised, oh, well, like everybody like loves the Hunger Games. They love participating in it. Like they know why like it needs to happen. I can get like why. Like personally, I could never value human life that low. But yeah. <laughs> in a, like a, in like a sick like twisted like fucked up way, I can get how, I I get how it gets there. And when I was reading The Hunger Games and I was like, I was like really getting into it. The Hunger Games, personally, one of my favorite in the series. I think it's one of the best. I was reading it and I was like, I was like, oh no, am I a bad person? Because I'm enjoy- I'm like getting really into this. I'm like, I'm like, am I the capital? Am I the problem? And I'm like, no, no, they're not real. This doesn't count. They're not real. <laughs> Which is why it's so funny that sometimes like I'd see I'd see people like on TikTok going like, if you want another Hunger Games book, you're basically the capital because you want to watch children die for your entertainment. And I'm like, actually, no. Actually, I think you're wrong about that. We're trying to watch a think piece on what would happen if a society did that. Not that our society should. (laughs) I think you will probably reread or read the prequel. Um, What is it called? A song... A ballad of oh yeah, uh, birds. <laughs> Too long of a name. Songbirds. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But they go into the details of like know. why they came up with the Hunger Games, and it like kind of makes sense a little bit mm. as a fictional piece. Um, but even like in the first Hunger Games book, like in a few scenes, yeah. Katniss is yeah. like really into playing the Hunger Games. Like she kind of expresses joy in being able to hunt down people and kill them and I think it's part of human nature a little bit like she just gets a little bit of like a "Mm, I'm ready like when she's in the games yeah there's like like a switch that like kind of flips in her mind and she's like goes from being scared to like huntress mode and it's kind of like eerie to just read that I see why she voted yes for another Hunger Games well I don't think that she actually meant to vote yes well, because, like, I think it was just to get President Coin like, off her trail. Because I, I think she knew what she was planning. Because mm-hmm. her explanation for saying yes doesn't make sense either. I mean, Prim would not want her to say yes. So I don't think she actually wanted one. I think it was just a tactic that she uses. Because, I mean, she's so smart. Like, in the, in the first books, like, I was reading, I was giggling, I was kicking my feet. I was like, she's so smart. <laughs> this is so fun. I would, like, 
Like, uh, one thing I didn't like about the movies, because I watched the first movie, I was like, mm-hmm. they take away a lot of how smart and clever Katniss is yeah. in the movie. And it was so sad, because I was like, I was like, but she's so, like, she's, she's got that dog in her. <laughs> she's so smart about everything except the boys. Uh, there, yes. she just has no brain. <laughs> And I think, I think why she's so like emotionally like underdeveloped is because of like her circumstances, you know, and how she's always in like that survival mode. Mm -hmm. Personally, no amount of survival mode would ever make me consider Gail (laughs) as an option, but I don't think that, this is just me like, like, it's not like aggressively disagreeing with you. I don't think that Katniss ever takes like leisure or like joy in killing people, but I just think that like... It's what she needs to do. I feel like the only joy she gets off of uh, killing someone is when she kills someone to get back for the death of Rue. I think that was like what I was remembering. Because I don't think she's like a super, she's not a super violent person. Mm -mm. Actually, what I love about Katniss is she always goes out of her way to pick the weakest allies. And I think it's just because like she's an incredibly like nurturing person. Like with Mm -hmm. uh, Rue, uh, Peta a little bit. Uh, yeah. Not that Peta, Peta is so smart. Like, he's like, like absolutely like mind-blowingly smart. He's so good. What I love <laughs> about Peta and Katniss is that they complement each other so well. Like, the way Katniss is smart and the way Katniss is dumb makes up for, like, is how, uh, like, the way Peta is dumb Peta. and the way Peta is smart. We're already on this next topic, but Fish already has already staked their claim on being Team Peta. Ami, why don't you make it known to the world what team you are on? Yeah, Ami. I'm embarrassed. Okay, as an adult, I'm on Team Peta, okay? Even the past, like, few times I've rewatched the movies, clearly I'm Team Peta. But for sure... My first read through, I was just a dumb little girl on Team Gale. And you know, a lot of that has to do with how hot Liam Hemsworth is. A lot of that has to do with the fact that I'm just like, he was there first. But, and Pete is so boring. But obviously, like, he's not. And when you read it, when you're a little bit more mature, value different things, you have to be Team Peter. There's no way. Well, no, I get it. Because, like, when you're 10, like, I, you still have, like, line leader, you know? Like, I get it. Like, he was there first. Okay, and Peter gets to, like, and Peter gets to cut in line? That's ridiculous. Exactly. I'm like, he has been helping her this whole time. Okay? Like, he's the reason she's lived this long, too. Did you so. watch, can I ask, did you watch the movie first or did you watch the book first? Or read the book um, first? I definitely read the book first. Okay. Me too. But... I can't quite remember, like, if I read all the books and then I saw that the movies were coming out or what. Like, it's a little fuzzy in my mind, like, mm-hmm. when everything happened. So I don't know if it's, like, chicken and the egg. Like, did I see Liam Hemsworth and then read the books and then watch the movie? Or even in the books, I, like, really liked Gail more. Unclear. I mean, by the end, by Mockingjay, there's just no way you can like Gail. Exactly become such a horrible person absolutely insufferable like i was reading the first book and i was like he's not that bad guys like you're just like whatever exactly and by the third one i'm like are you like every every new thing that like gail said i was like he can't get worse <laughs> he can't get worse oh my god he he can't get worse and it's just like oh god 
for the first book, I was very team PETA. Guys, I had PETA as my wallpaper on my first iPhone. Like, that's how obsessed I was with him. (laughs) I remember, like, looking up, how tall is Josh Hutcherson? Like, why would I, why would that ever be, like, relevant to me? I also, like, loved Jennifer Lawrence's gold premiere like dress that she wore i specifically remember this because i was like shopping for prom dresses at the time and i was like i want that exact dress and they made something very similar and i would try to like go get it but i like couldn't find it but after rereading it okay narrowing it down just to the first book i can see why katniss is confused about her feelings towards Peta and gail like i can see why she like has gail in the back of her mind i mean to your point fish like she didn't have that emotional capacity to like even process those feelings and like giving someone space to like even think through that is just probably like mind boggling. Like she didn't even have her first kiss yet. She doesn't even know what romance means. Also, Peta is so, I forgot how smooth he is in the book. And like, oh yeah, I mean, I love Josh Hutcherson, but like he did not do, I mean, there was like really no chemistry between I think Josh Hutcherson and Jennifer Lawrence in the movies. I get that, and I feel like a lot of that is because PETA's stuff was cut for time, I think. And, like, I was watching it, Mm. and I was like, this is so ridiculous. So I I really came out of the movie, and I'm like, "Ah, I get how, like, they really ramped up this love triangle in, like, the worst way. Because, like, if you had, like, the OG PETA scenes in the movie, no contest, bro. Like, no contest. Everyone would Mm -hmm. be Team PETA. You know what's so weird is, like, they were best friends and I think still are really close so they do have the chemistry I'm sure they just didn't I don't know portray it well in the movie or like they didn't have not a romantic one well yeah but like I don't know you can't have that much like friend chemistry with someone and still not be able to like play into the romantic part if you're such a good actor well I think part of the reason for the people who read the books first there are like a lot of romantic moments between like Peta and Katniss but I feel like for us Mm -hmm. like for the for like people who read it first know that a certain amount of like what she's doing is for the games but because like you she doesn't we don't have that narration from her we're not sure like what is and what isn't for the games because in a way we're watching it like the capitals watching it but like I feel like that might be why it feels like there's like not as much chemistry because we're not able to like we're not in her head like we're not able to figure out like how she's feeling and like what is fake and what isn't yeah what I love about like the cave scene is she's clearly like enjoying the situation but she's like no no it's just for the games it's just yeah, for the it's games just for, like, and that's so relatable <laughs> What I love in the Hunger Games is how she has no object permanence with Gale. Like she's like a uh, Gale like has something to tell her and then she gets like shipped off to the Hunger Games and then she doesn't think about him <laughs> at all until like she starts like being involved with like PETA more genuinely and then she like thinks about Gale once or twice and then the rest of the time it's her thinking about PETA and how she's going to help PETA survive. How do we feel about obviously like Hamish? I don't know. Did he even come up with this idea? I love Hamish as a character, but like, you know how at the very beginning of the Hunger Games, he was like, you guys have to be portrayed as a duo. Was this before he knew that PETA was in love with her? Because I'm trying to like remember if like PETA had pulled him aside or if he just came up with this concept like right off the bat. Well, but if he wasn't in love with her, how would the like duality of their pairing like work out in the games? I know that Cinna 
when he was debuting them. He was like the first one to like push mm-hmm. that like they were like connected, like they were a team. What I think about Hamish, I mean, like we learned this, especially like in later books, like in Mockingjay, when we figure out, no, Catching Fire, when we figure out like how he won the Hunger Games, Hamish is like super smart. So smart. And like is super observational. I think that he clocked it. Like I think that he knew. Uh, especially with how like Peter was acting like in the train because I remember when Hamish like has this huff and Peter's like I'm gonna go talk to him Uh, like they talk a lot alone like on the train Mm -hmm. and on the train it was really easy to clock how much they admired each other because yes whenever Katniss was like I don't have any skills Peter's like no you have all of these skills (laughs) that was cute and so to an adult you could you would be like okay this oh yeah I mean, I don't think Peta tells Hamish until later, or they don't they don't make it seem like he tells Hamish mm. until like prepping for probably the interview or something. Yes, I love that part in the book. I was like giggling, I was kicking my feet, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like they're in love. They don't know it, but they're in love. Because I mean that's like so that's so idiots to lovers of them. They're like, I love, I love that trope of like, I've, I actually know so much about you, but it's because I hate you. Like, I hate you, and that's how I know you won the wrestling. Um, you almost won the wrestling competition second to only your brother. Like, I hate you so much. That's how I know that you can like throw a hundred like bag sacks of flour. Like, I hate you. That's how I know I, you double knot your shoes. Like, it's and it's such my hatred for it's you. It's such like a little or kid teenager thing. Like, I feel like as adults, that's not yes. how we express that we like someone. But as kids, it's like the only way you know that someone likes you if they're like extra mean to you. Yeah. And yeah. for the interview thing, they come up with that plan when Peta is prepping, is being prepped by Hamish. Uh, which, mm-hmm. by the way, is a scene that I'm so sad they cut for the movies. <laughs> like, I loved, I was really sad when I watched the movies. I was like, all the good parts. <laughs> Do we think Katniss would have survived the Hunger Games without PETA? Yeah. I feel like she would, but I feel like she also needed something to, like, keep her going, to, like, motivate her through the loss of humanity. Because she talks about, like, how murdering, like, all these people, like, it takes a toll on you, obviously. I'm so documented. (laughs) It's a gruesome topic. like, Like, even with Prim, like, outside the arena, I, like, she needs, like, those, like, people to like push her through to like keep her going uh because I feel like I mean Rue helped her so much and um, Mm -hmm. you know like so did PETA I just think like you know PETA did so much for her with the alliance thing with the careers yeah and I think post Rue's death she would have had an extremely hard time if she was alone and then maybe Mm would have like not been as sharp Mm -hmm. because she was just so sad like would have kind of phoned it in I think like Katniss's strengths comes from like her empathy for others like she's so driven by helping Mm -hmm. others that it helps her like fixate on like what she needs to do next take out some of the careers because she needs to like get that medicine for PETA Mm -hmm. or get back to Mm -hmm. win the game Mm -hmm. so she can get back to helping her family survive like I feel like she's so motivated by all these external factors of others and I'm, like, interested to see if, like, she was more self-motivated, if she would actually be as successful in the games. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if she would have been as likable without PETA. So mm-hmm. I don't know if she would have gotten oh, the sure. sponsors that she needed to. But yeah. I don't know. I think that she would have, though. But it would have been more difficult for her. The end, whenever PETA finds out that it's 
it was all for the game. So was, hard. Like, so gut-wrenchingly sad. Like, oh my oh, yeah. god. I would just be like, I'm done. I can't. I'd kill myself. Like, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> And no, that's a, that's the exact reaction I had. I was like, I was like, what would you do if you like the person you love like since you were five, like all of it was a survival tactic. And my friend was like sitting next to me, and he was like, I, <laughs> I would go into such a deep depression of just being like, what is real in life? <laughs> yeah, but it's so funny because he knows that it's like for the games but like he also doesn't but he knows but he Mm -hmm. doesn't it's which is so crazy they took that out of the movies they didn't have that in the movies and they oh wait which part did they not have in the movies i haven't seen the movie in so long most of the end part of the book isn't in the movies like they don't have first of all my favorite part in the book is when Cadis and pete are, are arguing over who's gonna like uh get to like win and uh, he's like, do it. And she's like, no. And he's like, do it. Like, you have to do it. And she's like, all right, you do it. You like, you take me, you shoot me, and you go home, and you live with it. And I, like, flabbergasted. I read that. I was like, I was like, I don't, like, I don't get, like, how you read that, and you're not, like, team, like, her and Peta. Because she's never like that with Gail. <laughs> yeah. I think when she shows how she selfless she is, like, that moment is when I knew she like truly really cared about him because she wanted him to survive mm-hmm. over herself or she's a little hungry and tired and just wants to die. <laughs> she's over it. She's, she's like, clocking out. Yeah, one way or the other, ooh, this has got to end. <laughs> and when uh, he's like taken up by like the helicopter drone thing and she's like banging against the glass, she's like, no! That's my man. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> um, they took that out of the books too. Man, all of the good parts. It's like so wild that she knows that she's having these reactions, but then still later is like, no, no, it's still <laughs> for the games. I think it's for the games. Like, I'm going to ignore that, like, I cared so deeply. <laughs> I'm going to ignore the fact that I'm a terrible actor. No, like, it was just like, it was method acting. Well, I think it took so long. I mean, to your point, Fish, about how she has been in survival mode her entire life and hasn't been able to have like that Mm -hmm. emotional capacity to think about love or romance. The same happens even after her winning the games. Like, I think they have this line where they say like, now the real games begin or something (laughs) kind of cliche like that. But it's true. Like she's always in survival (laughs) mode. And so I feel like that's what took her so long to process her true feelings, even though all of us in the back were like, she likes him, she likes him. In her mind, she's like, I gotta not get killed before I can even like this guy back. Yeah, and also, like, she never has the time to, like, process it. Like, she never has that luxury of, like, being able to sit down with herself and going, like, all right, Gayla Pita. <laughs> like, it's never, like, she, she doesn't have that luxury. Even if she had the time... I don't know that she would like ever even be able to start that thought process based on how things have been going. And like she got like what a couple months in Catching Fire and then she was like thrown right back into it. So girly I get you. Yeah. In Catching Fire like she didn't even think that it was important anymore because like PETA wasn't talking to her. She didn't know how to talk to PETA. So by the way I loved PETA in Catching Fire. It was so Catching Fire. Catching Fire is my favorite book. I remember, so I was in, I was in tennis in high school when I read the books 
And I remember faking cramps just so I can go back home and reread Catching Fire. <laughs> oh my God. I That's have this amazing. specific memory. I love that. <laughs> I love Catching Fire so much. You know when they go home after the games and then they have to watch a highlight oh, reel yeah. of the games together like on TV? I forgot that happened. And it just made me feel so Sick. ill. Like that's like you're in the bachelor, like after the final rose, like watching back your like last episode where you break up with one person and then like have to propose. They had to watch back killing people. They had to watch back <laughs> their friends dying. And, and like be smiling because they're watching it on camera. Yes. Like, oh, that's so sick. I know. Like, I had the same reaction. I was like, they're going to make them watch. And like, it's not even like it hasn't even been a day. It's like right when you like wake up. Like, yeah. Here. Oh, God. And it's like, okay, one thing if you were just watching like, I don't know, maybe their story, but maybe not like all of the kills and stuff. But having to watch a three hour condensed version of the worst two weeks of their lives. God. And having that yeah. be like in permanence in a video that's <laughs> terrifying we find out later that all of the hunger games are recorded like uh they're like put in like a little archive you can watch and it when, back yeah because uh, they they watch it in catching fire but i'm like i'm like damn like that's crazy in the end of hunger the hunger games she like uh she's like miraculously cured when she like goes out to like greet everyone uh which when i read it mm-hmm. hamish was like i had to fight for you not to get like breast implants which when i read that i was like oh i get it it's to like well because you are you're so connected to the victor right like you have this emotional bond if you're in the capital Mm -hmm. that her like going out and like having all this new skin and like and like being all like not scarred i thought that it was to erase the brutality of the hunger games like you know like there's no actual like real world consequences like look they're so healed they're so perfect and uh when i read catching fire I figured out that while it's, yes, also that, it's also because of some other stuff that I don't know if I'm allowed to say on here. Uh, Phoenix story. (laughs) Yeah, which when I read it, I thought that he had to fight against breast implants because she had lost so much weight. Because, you know, when you lose mm-hmm. weight, you, you lose weight in your, like, boobs, yeah. too. But I was, like, when I read, when I called Finnick a man whore in one of my videos, <laughs> I was, like, I was, like, he's such a man whore. And then all of the fucking comments were, like, you're going to regret saying that. You're going to regret. You're going to regret. You're going to regret. And I'm, like, I'm, like, guys, I can figure it out. Like, I know, like, like so crazy when all of you are saying that I'm going to regret calling him a man whore. I can use context clues <laughs> yeah. and figure out what you're trying to say to me. So I was sad that um that I it didn't got ruined get to... for you. Yeah, a little bit. Like even though like I sort of knew it was happening, I was shocked that she said it like that. Yeah. It took me a really long time to process that like she followed through with that plot point of like Finnick, which was crazy. It's crazy that yeah. Suzanne Collins just came up with all of that in her head. Like, is she okay? <laughs> Like, to be able to come up with all these like, <laughs> brutal ways of how society can control their, like, people. <laughs> just mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I posted, a, like, a video of, like, it was, like, a compilation of, like, every time I uh, say the phrase in the books while watching the first movie. Because uh, I'm, I'm insufferable, actually. Fun fact. <laughs> but a lot of people were like, The Hunger Games should not have been PG-13. Like, it ruined it. Like, it should not have been PG-13. And I'm like, y'all... 
The books are for a younger audience. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. What do you mean it shouldn't have been PG-13? That's not the issue. <laughs> yeah, wait, we're th- like meaning it should have been like rated R? I guess. I think PG-13 is actually... Even if it would have been rated R, like they still would have messed up the book to the movie transition. They still would have cut the same things, you know? I don't think yeah. like a different rating is going to fix the things that they cut out. It would have just yeah. made the killing scarier. And no one wants to see that. Like, I'm glad it was PG-13. Yeah. No, like, there, there's this moment of, like, she's, like, watching something from, like, an old Hunger Games in Catching Fire. Or something, like, he, someone takes, like, a, oh, it was um the snow video where, like, someone, like, almost bashes someone's head and, like, with a brick. And I, I cover my eyes and I go, tell me when it's over. <laughs> and um, my friend Oliver was like, it's over. <laughs> Literally nothing happened. Because they, like, they pause it right before. And I'm like, okay. No one cares to see that stuff. Like, keep it, keep it yeah. PG thirteen. <laughs> That's not what makes the the brutality of the Hunger Games is not what makes the Hunger Games good. Yeah, for sure. It's Katniss. Well, what I think it makes it so compelling is like Katniss's empathy and like the empathy she has for people, like even in this situation, mm-hmm. and also how smart she is, which is why I was so like I get I get why they had um, the little uh, notes that came with the packages in the movie because i mean mm-hmm. it, it would be so much harder to establish like what Hamish is trying to say especially when you're not in her head but i'm like yeah i'm like why are they playing on easy mode <laughs> like what like, you- <laughs> i wonder how they could have done the movies better to like be able to get her narration mm-hmm. would we have just been annoyed if we were hearing her thoughts throughout the movie or would we have liked it more you know i don't know i feel like it's really like Anytime you do a movie adaptation of a book, someone's going to be upset. Like, there's just no you always have this way to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, on Book Talk, people are just like, why are you able to, like, read rather than just watch movies? And everyone's like, it's a movie in your head. It's a movie in your head. Like, <laughs> you just get so many yeah. different perspectives in your head rather than visually. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Fish. So you read all three Hunger Games books what is next for you so what's next is um i'm gonna watch the rest of the movies uh i'm gonna react to those and then i'm gonna read the prequel okay and then after that (laughs) i'm gonna make people vote (laughs) on what book series they want to see me read next Ooh. do you guys want to hear the list yeah tell us the list so right now there are a bunch of like early like 2000 like 10-ish books that I never read. Okay. Just because that wasn't the kind of stuff that I read when I was younger, which is weird. But um, I mean, like, I didn't I didn't read uh, Percy Jackson until, like, freshman year of high school. Like, I don't actually know if I've ever read Percy Jackson. <laughs> I know. Maybe I should read them. Well, I mean, you know what you have to do. <laughs> you, have the, you have the guideline. Okay. Read us your list. I'm so excited. Okay. So my list is reading Akatar. Ooh, I'm on that right now. Divergent, Twilight, a Hank Green book, or Harry Potter? You've never read Harry Potter? I know. What? It has to be Harry Potter. (laughs) It has to be Harry Potter. Or Twilight. What? Those, because it's just like such a cultural phenomenon, right? And that's Mm. why I think it needs to be one of those. Oh, man. That's such a good list. I mean, you have to read all of them at some point. I know. That's why I'm like, I'm like stacked for the summer. Yeah. Like I got shit to do. I feel like 
my vote is Harry Potter. I also feel like you should maybe narrow down the list, maybe four. I feel like people get like choice paralysis where they're like, oh, yeah, too many choices. Yeah, that's just like the list I'm giving yeah. you guys. Well, like, like all the stuff like I haven't read. I think Divergent would be such a flop after you read The Hunger Games. Oh, and I yeah. think that you would be not upset that you were reading it, but you would just be like, so blah about it. Yeah, I would go into one of those moods, like, you know, when you're reading something and you're not good, and it's not good, and you just, like, start, like, skipping, like, pages, you're like, all (laughs) right, like, take me to a good part, like, I'm so tired. Yeah, it'll become a chore, and I think if you read one of the other ones, you'll enjoy it more, and you'll, like, continue to enjoy, Mm -hmm. like, reading it and making the videos. All right, so as our guests, we have some rapid-fire questions for you, Hunger Games related. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. Would you rather die by poison berry or trip on a rock and break your neck? Okay. <laughs> um, I feel like poison berry. I mean, they're both horrific. I guess if I break my neck, it will, I'll just eat the poison berries because that feels like more instantaneous to me. Also, like, do I know Agreed. that I'm eating so poison too. berries? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the poison berries. Okay, would you rather battle it out at the cornucopia or run for cover in the woods with no weapons? Run for cover in the woods with no weapons, definitely. Because I feel like once, like, uh, listen, (laughs) I don't know if you can tell. (laughs) I'm not very, like, I I couldn't duke it out, man. Like, you, there are very little times in my life where I have to think, get them away from me, I'm going to start swinging. (laughs) You know, like, I'm not, I'm just, like, you know, that's not me. So, and I feel like also, like, if you go about it, like, tactic-wise, you could probably, like, go around, like, uh, near the cornucopia, like, later and just, like, or, like, just, like, pick off, like, some stuff that people have left behind. Yeah, I could never go to the cornucopia. First, I'd be so, I'd be scared shitless. I would oh, yeah. immediately run away and just hope I could survive, like, just a hiding. <laughs> It was so funny in the books where um, she's like, I'm going to go to for the cornucopia. And Peter's like, yeah, <laughs> cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Peter knows her so well. Yeah. So well. So well to know that like she's going to want to do that and to be like, dude, you cannot like stop. <laughs> and then and then she blames him. <laughs> I know. She's like, she's like, damn, Peter, Peter. distracting me. Ugh. Yeah. Because no matter like if you're a good killer or whatever like she could be good with the bow and arrow like in the Mm -hmm. cornucopia it's a shit show like it is luck oh yeah it is luck and alliances and she had no alliances so she that would have been a death sentence (laughs) and the highest danger score oh yeah yeah would you rather be a tribute in the hunger games which all the other tributes are your friends or would you be in the hunger games as a 12 year old and everyone else is 17 oh god how did we come up with this? I mean, you're sick in the head. You came up with this. <laughs> Am I like 12, like like my 12-year-old self? Or can I just be like, you're, oh, friends. I'd have to go friends. Sorry. <laughs> like, I'd, I have to go friends. Like, you don't, you don't get it. When I was 12 years old, oh, God. <laughs> Keep this on the down low. <laughs> I haven't even made a TikTok post about this yet. When I was 12 years old, I was a twig. You could snap me in half. <laughs> if I want, and I had, I used to dye my hair when I was 12, but only, first of all, my hair used to look like this. Oh, yes. Insane side part. That's yeah. the way. 
And this, ha like, th oh, like all of this used to be dyed uh -huh. a different color. Um, so it was like, it was like a blue or like at times it was like rainbow. Oh, that's a, that's fun. It's a choice. It was a choice for sure. <laughs> but like, if I'm, if I have any hope of like surviving, sorry, like I got to duke it out with y'all. <laughs> oh my God. I would choose being 12 because I, <laughs> yeah. going into the Hunger Games, I know I would be dead. So I'm just like, you know, I would rather my friends survive because I'm not even trying to fight. I'm trying to hide and then die. Actually, maybe like I would try to die quickly mm. because I don't think I would survive. So it's like, let's just get this. Over. I would 100% survive. Kill me now. Nicely. <laughs> but I don't think you're allowed to do that. Like if you like you can't just like intentionally kill yourself in the Hunger Games because. Yeah, I don't think that's allowed. I would do it in a way where it's like, uh, I'm just being dumb. Like I'm oh, just making silly mistakes. Silly me. Just like I guess just like just run for the cornucopia then. Yeah, that's true. My fight or flight instinct would make me run away, but yeah. then I would just be like, "How do I find someone so they can?" No, the me? easiest way to die in the Hunger Games <laughs> is to get blown up by leaving the like play early. Remember, they have it rigged. But that's like, but they'll know. Like, just like accidentally sneeze or. <laughs> oh. You're so right. Yeah, I, I would just have jumped before the 60 seconds were over. <laughs> but doesn't that count as like intentionally like offing It's not like they can bring you back to life <laughs> to throw you back in the game. No, but can't they take it out on your family? Oh, yeah. God dang. They're so mean. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know they're killing kids, but they won't let me kill myself. That's so. Patch 22. I would hopefully know what poison berries looked like. Or if I didn't, I would go to every berry tree and just try to eat berries and be like, which one's going to kill me? Just imagine you just like staying alive because you've just been feeding yourself berries. <laughs> every time I eat one, I'm like, God damn it. All right. Last question. No, but yeah. you know, if I was 12... If I was 12 and mm -hmm. like doing the Hunger Games, I would think that like everyone, I was like, I was like, I'm probably getting so many sponsors right now. Like not like, other <laughs> people. like, you know, like that there's this trend going around right now. And it's like, it's like five year old me, like in my like Dora swimsuit thinking that the lifeguard is finding me so attractive <laughs> right now. Like that would be me if I was 12. Fish, do you think you will survive the Hunger Games? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, no fucking way. Let me think. No. Um, I mean, oh, it depends. What? Where, where am I being placed in the uh, in the one, two, threes, fours, five, six, seven, eight? What district am I? Like which district? Oh, yeah. pick a district that's not like a career district. Okay, because I feel like if I lived in the within the world of the Hunger Games, I'd be a lot like, I'd be like better built. Mm. Like, if you, if you put me, like, if you plug me up right now and threw me in the Hunger Games, the answer is hell fucking no. I would not survive the Hunger Games. <laughs> but if I was in the Hunger Games universe and I got, got selected, I feel like maybe? Well, I wouldn't win, but I'd get farther than, you know. Because, like, I'm picturing myself in a Hunger Games AU. I, like, I feel like I'd be, I'd be better built. You know, I'd be better equipped. So, no, but I'd get farther if I was, like, actually in the universe. Okay. Do you think you would win? Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> just pure, like, like, I think I just, 
something in me just like I feel like I have that drive if I had to I would win I don't know (laughs) I wouldn't kill myself I would try oh yeah I would try (laughs) all right for our throwback book club we always give each book that we read a rating I'll go first and we'll say fish for last Okay. okay I give Hunger Games okay okay a nine just the first book just the first book. I feel like Suzanne Collins did a really great job setting the scene. I mean, explaining something like the Hunger Games and Panem is really complicated and difficult. I think she does a really good job at setting the scene and creating the plot. I mean, there's everything a little 10-year-old me would want. Love triangles, killing. <laughs> I don't know how that got in there, but it did. Yeah, murder. Fashion. <laughs> And it's something that I enjoy. Yeah, an oppressive society. <laughs> Starvation. Yeah. The list goes on. But I mean, as an adult, I still enjoyed reading it. Like it's not, it's something that aged really well. I would give my kid so well, maybe when they're a little bit older, but I give it nine out of 10. Okay. I mean, your turn. Um, okay. Yeah, I agree. I'm a Hunger Games fanatic, especially lately. So I would do like nine five. <laughs> well, trying to one up me. <laughs> well, it's like what's a ten? I don't even know what in my head I would. I say think is a 10. Catching yeah. Fire. So it's hard. Oh yes, you're right. Catching Fire. Okay, yeah, I would say nine point five because I think Catching Fire is ten out of ten. So in my opinion, I think that The Hunger Games is the best written book in the series. Like, it's the one that has the best flow. It it was the one where I felt, like, the most invested throughout. Like, I liked Catching Fire. I liked Mocking Jay. But there were parts where I was like, what is going on right now? Like, can we get, like, can we get to something? Like, what what is happening? Especially Mocking Jay. Oh, yeah. So I would say it – I would rate The Hunger Games just for the pacing, just for, like, the characters – uh, a 9.6, since we're one Whoa. of them. <laughs> well, there you have it. The official rating, certified by Cloud okay. Vibes. <laughs> Hunger Games gets awarded 9.6 out of 10, certified by the sequel Nobody Wanted. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you've had a great time. We definitely have. I'm speaking for both of us. This is fun. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for having me. Where can our listeners like follow you on social media? Oh, well, you can find me on TikTok at the.sequel.nobody.wanted. And if you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at the sequel nobody wanted, no dots. <laughs> uh, and if you want to find me on YouTube, just type in the sequel or literally go to any of my bios and just click that little funny link and it'll take you wherever. Thanks so much for listening. You can follow us on all social media at Clown Vibes Podcast or email us at clownvibespodcast at gmail.com. And if you like our show and want to support us, please like, subscribe, and give us a rating and review. That's it for today. Bye, clowns. Bye, clowns.